Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. Our scripture reading today captures a question that Jesus asked. A question that Jesus asked because he probably was praying a psalm. And so I'm going to read to us the psalm that we think Jesus prayed while he was on the cross. The psalm is Psalm 22. If you have your Bible, you can read along with me. I'm not reading all the verses of the psalm, but I begin at verse 1, go through to verse 7. Psalm 22, begin at verse 1 through to 7. We then pick up at verse 17. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, by night, but find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our ancestors trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not human, scorned by others, despised by the people. All who see me mock at me. They make mouths at me. They shake their heads. And then we move on. Pick up again at verse 23. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him, stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted, he did not hide his face from me, but heard when I cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation, my vows I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied, those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. A psalm that literally is divided into two halves. The first part, absolute desperation, and then the second half, thanksgiving. I wonder if you have ever had moments of absolute desperation. Moments when you have felt that you've cried out for help and nobody has heard you, and possibly not even God has heard. This is the sense of the desperation felt in the psalm that we have just read. The psalm is a prayer for the desperate. I take us back to the first few verses. Verse 1, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? From the words of my groaning. These words, of course, might sound familiar. They have been words that are used through many generations. They literally 
with the words that we heard Jesus say on the cross. The psalm says it was a prayer written by David, King David the psalmist, who clearly in a moment of distress cries out to God. Uh, Jewish tradition says that this psalm was used by David's grand niece, Queen Esther, before she entered the court of the Babylonian king. Each year, Jewish people celebrate the Feast of Purim, which is the Feast of Esther, and they use this psalm. More closely to us as Christians, all four of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, use this psalm as the prayer of Good Friday, the prayer of Jesus on the cross. Mark 15, Matthew 27 have the words of Jesus on the cross, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then, and then the writers of the gospel point out other moments in the psalm that seem to touch on the life of Jesus. All who see me mock at me, they make mouths at me, they shake their heads. Mark 15 talks about the passers-by shaking their heads at Jesus on the cross. All four Gospels describe the soldiers' activity beneath the cross. And I quote from the psalm, They divide my clothes among themselves, for my clothing they cast lots. And we are told the soldiers sat at the foot of the cross and cast lots for the clothing of Jesus. And then John 19 speaks of Jesus saying, I am thirsty. Again, lifted from this psalm that talks about being parched his bones turning to water. I want to offer us this psalm as a really helpful psalm for those moments when you feel desperate. This is an ancient prayer used by King David, by Queen Esther, by Jesus, by the disciples of Jesus, and used by millions of very ordinary people of faith. A prayer that gives us permission to cry our deepest grief. This is literally the prayer for when we feel like nobody is listening, not even God. When you run out of words, when you don't know what to say, use this psalm. Sometimes, sometimes we feel desperate, so desperate that we say, I can't even pray. I'm offering you a prayer, Psalm 22. And the reason I offer it is because the psalm begins with desperation, but then leads to a place of comfort and hope. It takes us to a moment when we can move through our desperation and discover a God who hears us. The psalm reminds us God stands by us even in our darkest places. I read verses 23 and 24. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted. He did not hide his face from me, but heard me when I cried to him. 
This becomes the good news of this psalm. We do not first have to get our lives in order before we pray to God. The psalm says, God doesn't avoid contact with those who are afflicted. I quote, he did not hide his face from me. No matter how much you have messed up your life, no matter that everyone thinks you failed, God will not turn away from you. Somehow we've almost been seduced into the idea that we have to first be perfect before we can pray, that we have to first have our lives organized before we can come to God. Here is a psalm that says, you can come to God in your most desperately chaotic, disorganized self and discover that God will not turn his face away from you, that God will embrace you, will hold you, and will carry you through your desperation. Verse 26, the poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. I just love the invitation. Uh, it's a very visceral invitation, but literally to sit down with God and share fellowship. As if you're eating a meal with God. God does not say to you first, go and put on better clothes. Go and clean yourself up before you welcome to my table. The invitation is, no matter how desperate you are, no matter no matter how much you struggle, there is a place at God's table. So if you today are feeling desperate, if you today are feeling like you are far from God, hear the good news. You are welcome at God's table. Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 210-39161. Visit BerkeleySmethodist.org for more information.